It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Hello, and welcome to Nerd Herder. This is a series we do called Nerdyverse, and I am John. I am Megan. Um, this uh, is coming out sooner than expected if people keep up with the schedule. Um, if you can even guess what kind of schedule we <laughs> try to keep. We, we do our best here. We, we do something. Um, nonetheless, uh, normally this would come out after we talk about some Star Wars-y stuff, but because of how life is set up at the moment, we're talking about Halloween instead. But it's it's Halloween, John. It is. So it's exciting. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It would have been cool if this came out on Halloween, but you know, you can always yeah. wait and listen to it then. If you are, then happy spooky to you. Uh if not, then we're just the pregame. We're just getting you ready yeah. for the pumpkin day. Getting you ready with one of our favorite Halloween movies. Well, one of our well, favorite scary movies. not scary. Horror adjacent movies. One of our favorite one of, one of my your favorite. favorite. I'll is... say one of my favorite Halloween the series movies. Yes, my you favorite. Have to, you Halloween have to quantify this. Movie. So, what we're talking about today is a Halloween series yes. sequel um, that has nothing to do with what is most iconic about Halloween at this point in time, which is yes. Michael Myers. There is a reason for that, and I wish more people knew that. Well, to be fair, we've moved past... I mean, the reason it's not in conversations now is because uh, it wasn't in conversations then. No. So, like, I don't feel like there's active avoidance of this, but Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lack of awareness. Like, I feel like so many people just hear, oh, Michael Myers isn't in this one, just skip it. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, so we are fans of scary movies we are fans of the spooky season and um michael myers the halloween series is not i would say anywhere near my like top 10 even maybe i I haven't sat down and actually done it but i i really enjoy particular parts of this series um you know against the grain i really enjoy rob zombie's outing uh with these the first halloween film is unrivaled Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, Rob Zombie did some amazing work with it. Yeah. Some of his best work in film in general. Honestly, I'll fight somebody on that one. Um, and then the most recent one, um, Halloween uh, 2020, I guess, is yeah. what we're calling. No, 2018. 2018, sorry. yeah. Um, that one was very good. It was um, very good. A very appropriate sequel. Um, so it, it's a series that kind of captured people's attention pretty quickly it's a very interesting premise when you sit down for the first film obviously you've got an iconic score introducing you and everything um so it it becomes something everybody loves about it and then all of a sudden it completely changes gears and that's when we have halloween three technically um which you'll explain in a little bit but we wanted to talk about it number one because it's a halloween movie Mm -hmm. So how appropriate on Halloween day. Yeah. Um, But also, you know, to highlight something most people probably wouldn't talk about, like a lot of people would talk about, you know, the some of our more favorites, you know, like or yeah, Halloween. You would talk about Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Child's Play, 
mm-hmm. you know, any of the yeah. the new um, Conjuring verse, or do, does it have a name? It's yeah, it's the Conjuring universe. Sure. Um, so any of those, like, there's so many series that uh, prevail yeah. in the airwaves. I think. Um, yeah, that, I, you know, I there are definitely more like someone say iconic horror movies, right. but I'm personally a fan of sequels. Like, yes, I I love most of the series we love yeah. actually have some of the best sequels. Exactly, like I love Child's Play too. Mm-hmm. I love uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven. That's our favorite Friday the Thirteenth movie, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Like my nostalgic favorite. Yeah. Inter- it's so like, good. you know, for me, my my um, compartmentalized brain uh, rating favorite versus nostalgic favorite mm-hmm. uh, versus dumb fun favorite are all different lists. And it's horrifying. Yeah. That is why my worst fear is when people ask me my favorite things. Which What's I your do favorite anime? Pretty consistently. Like, what do you mean? Fighting anime? Fantasy anime? Do you mean magic? Do mm-hmm. you mean AU? Do you mean mechs? Like, there's so many genres, dude. Yeah. What's your favorite metal band? What kind of metal? <laughs> like, goodness gracious. Are we talking grindcore? Right. Are we talking screamo? <laughs> Deathcore. Uh, screamo is not an actual... It's it's a... It's punk. Uh, well, no. no. No, it's not punk. It's alt adjacent. I didn't bring her here. Don't judge me. Hey, yes, you did. <laughs> and also, I misspoke. Thank You're you. You're everywhere I go. No, uh, like Screamo's like a fan brand. So that's like, um, like I wouldn't say that torture porn is an actual brand God, no. of genre, but it's something that fans have come to describe things like Saw, Hostel, and, and those kinds of movies. Yeah. Um, movies that I'm not a huge fan of, right. but I can appreciate everything I, that happens around. Yeah, like out of context, me saying I like the Saw movies can mean different things to different people because yeah. of brand names like that but like for me you know and i'm not saying all the movies um so one and two are the first well i I like the first three it's a solid story um you know and and that's the thing it's the story it's the twists it's the good cinema yeah um you also like donnie Wahlberg. i do he's the best Wahlberg. he's the best wall in this house He's the, um, he is a load-bearing He's my wall. boy, yeah. And I know people have feelings about the Wahlbergs, and me liking them as characters does not condone or endorse yeah. people. Like, you He's know, a new kid on the block. Right, he is. He's the best kid on the block. <laughs> I'm just going to say. They're now the Look, old kids on the I block. I really, I like, I like Mark. I do like Marky Mark. But I, it, you know, having just said, hey, I know some people don't like, so like peep the people, mm-hmm. not the characters, a lot of Mark gets in on his characters, and so it's it's a hard separate for me. So it's interesting, but but no, Don, Donnie's great. He's a phenomenal actor, and he kind of gets passed over for his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't look as dashing and muscular, sure, but he's a great actor. He looks like and a cop. Saw gives you a chance to see that. So does Blue Bloods. I love that show. He looks Tom Selleck can be my like dad any day. I agree. I agree <laughs> with that one. Um, um, so anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, genres I, aside. Another sequel that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. The best Exorcist movie is The Exorcist 3. I mean, I've only seen the first one and that one. So yes. out of the two, I do prefer the third one. It's really good. Um, it's so well written. It's it's really good. It's really scary, which the first one was not. And I was very disappointed <laughs> in that, having been built up for years. Yeah. Um, well, I speaking think it's of, a generational thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
it's a hard thing to get me in that context because by then I had already seen so much. I was already desynthesized to like general horror. Yeah, you had also you know? already seen Scary Movie. That's what I mean. What? Scary Movie, the parody film. Does that have? Does the first one have anything to do with that? I don't think so. Second I, one, I think. It's one of them, but yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking saying. of the movie we're talking about, actually, isn't that scary? No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's like... more of like a mystery thriller kind of movie. Which is in the vein of what, like, Halloween is this weird thing, okay? Because John Carpenter and his wife started this. Mm-hmm. And it was meant to be a series all along, but it was not meant to be a character series. No. It was meant to be an anthology series. Right. Um, that is something that a lot of people don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, like, it, it's it's hard to when you have yeah. a Halloween 2 that undoes the premise. Exactly. That's the thing. Is like They made a Halloween 1, mm-hmm. and then Universal came back and was like, hey, we want more of these movies. Mm-hmm. They are so good. People love Michael Myers. Like You need to make more. Mm-hmm. And John Carpenter was like, I have an idea. Every year, well, it, it was John Carpenter and uh, Tommy Lee Wallace, mm-hmm. who is the director of this movie. Um, they had a brainchild of every year we're going to release a Halloween movie, mm-hmm. not Halloween as we know it, where it's Michael Myers in the cult of the thorn and whatever. Stupid premise. Paul <laughs> Rudd shows up. He's fine. One of like I don't like that role. I don't. I don't like that role for no. him. It's just a weird place in his no. in his history. It, Paul Rudd belongs in Ant Man and Wet Hot American <laughs> Summer. That's where he belongs. I'll have to take your word on Hot American Summer. You need to watch so. it. It's very funny. Okay. Um. But yeah, it, they were like, "Hey, we want to make anthology movies. Every year, yep. there's going to be a different story, different characters, completely different." But Universal was like, "Okay, but." How about make a sequel first? But here's the thing. They didn't have to take it. No. They didn't have to follow up. I can understand in the moment, you know, you get a check written for you. Like, I I get the business decision. But, you know, again, the hard part is if they wanted to do that, which I I guess it just depends on how much the brand was believed in. But if they wanted to do, I would have waited a couple years. Like, I would have done Halloween. Mm Mm-hmm. Then do something different and then maybe do it or then, you know, like put it off. Bring Michael Myers back eventually. That's how it should have been done. Like if I think if John Carpenter had more creative control, that's how he would have done it. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also the fact that um, this movie was not marketed well. It's like solo in that regards. Like it wasn't. The trailers didn't really say, hey, this is a Halloween film. It's going to be an anthology series. Like It right. was like, get ready for the new the next edition. Halloween film. Well, by then, again, they'd already had two movies. They had yeah. Halloween and then Halloween 2. Exactly. Um, Halloween, both Halloweens attempting to kill Michael Myers. Like, yes. he wasn't always meant to be the zombie man that oh, he yeah. is. He officially died in Halloween 2. Yeah. And he potentially, like... You know, the, the first one ends ambiguously because they didn't plan to follow that up. Like, what do you mean he's gone? Like, yeah. well, we don't know because we're not, we're not coming back to that. Yeah, that was the end of the story as far as that movie was concerned. Right. Um, now, Michael Myers technically is in 
Halloween 3. Technically, <laughs> because... In several scenes, actually. Like, at least three yeah. scenes. Halloween, this is such a weird choice, mm -hmm. but Halloween, the movie, exists within Halloween 3, the movie. Right. Um, yeah, like, so this had a lot against it for why yeah. it fell into the wayside, yes. I think. The executive producer, who I didn't even write his name down, he hated this movie. Mm -hmm. He said several times, that was a stupid decision to mm -hmm. walk away from Michael Myers. And that's, like, all he had to say. Well, I disagree. Um, I mean, the next, I think part four was the worst one in right. box office, I think. It was. Four or uh, five. Everything, four and five. Everything after this bombed. Uh, until H2O sucked. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just because there was no heart in it after that. Yeah. I mean, and, the, you know... It, you could see that every new edition was them just trying to grab at something to keep this alive. Yeah. Um, the last good at that point Halloween movie was Halloween 2. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, if John Carpenter and them, maybe if they had just decided to do it differently, rebrand, do a different name, yeah. you know, restart their original idea, maybe they could have done something. But yeah. as it stands, when, uh, to be fair, yes, as when you stack this against a Michael Myers movie, it's not a good movie in comparison. Yeah. Like, it's a decent movie, but it's not a good Halloween movie. Uh, but on its own, as a scary anthology, it's, this is a good story. It, it's a it's a really... Yeah. It, I mean, it's, an, it's a feature-length film Twilight Zone episode. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what I feel like it was meant to be, was a Tales from the Crypt-style mm -hmm. anthology series, which this would have been a great Tales from the Crypt episode. Yeah. I mean, and so again, to be fair, I think the first film was such a good slasher villain film, mm -hmm. it didn't fit even with that Twilight Zone single one-shot episode style either. Yeah. So I think in general, there was a lot of things that from concept to completion was very off. And unfortunately, a decent movie got lost because of it and everything. Yes. But, you know, you can find it. You can still watch it. It's worth checking out. Oh, yeah. It's available for rent on Amazon Prime, uh, YouTube. You can get it pretty much everywhere. It, as I mentioned, it's not super scary. So, no. you know, if you're not into the big scary movies, then this might be a good fun one. Um, mm -hmm. It's it's also laughable. Like, if you have some fun with it. Oh, yeah. Um, the, if you if you play a drinking game, you can... You can take a shot every time that the Silver Shamrock song comes on. And you'll be dead in three hours. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then the, the brand choice was very interesting, Silver Shamrock, because it sounds yeah. like such a, wait, are you sure this isn't a Leprechaun movie? And it's like, uh, no, I mean, you know, yeah. Golden Pumpkin would have been some, like something. It, it makes I mean, sense. I know, the, the owner's Irish. Cochran. But like still. Not only is he Irish, he is Druidic Irish. He is well, yeah, because the lore goes back deep. Like, they try to sew in some deep lore. Um, now, and he's played by... Do you have his name? His I actor's don't. name? Okay. He's played by the bad guy from the RoboCop movies, though. Yes. Yes, um, he is. Which, he's one of my favorite villain actors of the 70s and 80s. Oh, he's he is great. fantastic. If he wasn't in a Bond film, he should be. Well, right. I think he's passed on now. He's done... Oh, yeah. He's done so many great movies, though. Um, really, really, really great actor. Mm -hmm. Like, he honestly is... The best actor of the whole film. Yeah. Like, they spent their all their acting money. <laughs> well, him and Tom Atkins did a fantastic job. Is that uh, Mr. Mustache? Yes, Mr. Mustache. He was all right. Dr. Chalice, yes. He, I don't know. I get, he was surrounded by bad actors, though. I mean, okay, here's a, th he was surrounded by 
mm. minor role actors. Yes. I'm trying to say it in a way that's not super offensive. It's just one of those things where I feel like he's decent, and he did a lot of TV acting and everything. Yes, he did. But by comparison, being around and working with different levels of, um, you know, quality, yeah, it brought him down. And so, in general, there's not too many, like, the last scene is a perfect example of him on his own he being He did fantastic. Great. Him um, in the torture scene when he's, uh, you know, taking out in the end, you know, when um, his uh, doll friend is, you know, checked out, but she, you know, he's rescuing her. Like, everything in the climax is all him and it's mm-hmm. all good. Yeah. It's everything else when he's interviewing, <laughs> when he's, you know, yeah. uh, consoling, um, all of that stuff was just ugh, come on fun fact about that okay. yeah she's half his age she's she's half his age and not only that but in her contract there was a very specific no nipple clause oh really so you never see any nipple in that movie interesting <laughs> at least not from her okay interesting yeah yeah Atkins did not have that no nipple clause. right so i mean it's not half his age can sound horrible yeah. i mean technically it can still be skeevy to some people yeah. Uh, but she was She's like, very she was 23. In her 20s. Yeah. She was 23. He was 46. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, Sorry. literally half his age. I mean, you know, life choices and whatnot. I mean, yeah. it is acting. It's, it's, a, it's, but, it's a movie. Like, whatever, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, but yeah. it definitely, it shows. I mean, they at least acknowledge it uh, yeah. kind of funnily in, in the movie itself. So, like, right as. A love scene is about to happen. He looks at her and is like, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just love the part where he's like, aren't you tired? <laughs> like, what? Uh, ma'am. Wait, let me make please. a cup of coffee before we get into this. So, um, um, You mentioned the Silver Shamrock jingle. It was written by um, the uh, composer who, I, name escapes me. I didn't write down a lot oh, of names. Um, yeah, but I he, looked it up, though, because I, yeah. I was like, whoa, is, this guy has some serious Terminator oh, yeah. vibes, like uh, original 1984, which came out two years before, right? Yes. This is 86? This is 86. Yeah. No, 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 this is 85. 85, okay, so one year before. Uh, yeah. Very similar vibes very similar. in that opening intro, which, yeah. by the way, I love extended intros with really good music and just menacing t- uh, oh, yeah. like subtitles and all that stuff. It's I, a oh, great, it's a great opening up. for a movie. Yeah. Um, Oh, That's yeah. why it's so hooky is because it was made by a legit composer. Oh, yeah. He and uh, John Carpenter came yes. up with the song. Um, they took a synthesizer and did uh, London Bridge is Falling Down. Mm-hmm. That is the basis for the Silver Shamrock commercial. Which you would yes. have heard in our Halloween special opening for this episode. So that's what we're talking about when we say the Silver Shamrock general jingle. Um, and it plays so much because it literally counts down uh, to yes. Halloween. It Every different version. Yes. It does sound the same, but every different version is counting like eight more days, seven more days, six more days. Uh, you know, and then, and then as with happy ours, Halloween. happy, happy, happy Halloween. Yeah. And um, um, the vocals... For that song and mm-hmm. the announcer were done by the same person. Really? Yes. The director, Tommy Lee Wallace. Okay. Oh, who, oh no. Just, different announcer. Sorry. No. With? I thought, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the oh, no, no. intercom lady. That is. Which is Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis. Great, yes. great use of cameo. I thought it was Sigourney Weaver for a oh, second. Yeah. It sounded very it, Ellen Ripley. Man, I what? love Sigourney Weaver. Right. She's just like best lady. She, yeah, she's up there. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, Tommy Lee Wallace was just in the booth mm-hmm. the day that they were doing that. And they were like, hey, Tommy. Hey, you want to do this? Wow. <laughs> Apparently he has a great radio voice. He so does. they brought him in and they were like, hey, say these words. Right. Yeah. And... Oh, yeah. What well, you hear when he, you know, it's like, it's almost time, boys and girls. You yes. know, like, yeah. Uh, good, good voice on that. Very so. good. What's, um, what's our prim- uh, Do you have some more? No. Info drop. Well, I do, but like I can drop it in. Um, a big inspiration for this movie is Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which is very clear once you've seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only that, but the town that the Silver Shamrock um, factory is in is Santa Mira, which is where the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers is set. Okay. Yeah. There cool. you go. California. I like. I like the you know. Um, I, I see some of the inspirations to it, but I like Body Snatchers for the just straightforward uh, dysphoria of, are they real? Can I trust them? Like, that's such a yes. anxiety-inducing concept. Um, so what's our premise for Season of the Witch? So what, what yes. what's the deal? The premise of Season of the Witch is basically a, stone, a piece of Stonehenge goes missing. <laughs> well, you I, won't I believe mean, how can you notice it. if it... Right. You won't <laughs> believe how we did it. Um <laughs> Can we really say it's missing if nobody reported it? Like, well, they were. Could you tell if a Could it. you tell if a piece really? It's on the news. Really, that's what he's watching. Um, it we open on a uh, owner of a gas station who wow. is watching a news report on the missing piece of that's Stonehenge. That's very good. I did not catch that. Really, it's like people that don't realize they're talking about the lost spaceship in um, uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yes, uh, they are. In the airport, in the final scene, they're talking about a missing space shuttle, which, if you know Planet of the Apes history, hints at the Planet of the Apes. I hope they finish those movies. I love those movies so much. Andy Serkis is amazing. He is amazing. I hope he's having a good day. I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> but anyway. So uh, I, am, I am blown away. I, I corrected and noted. There you okay. Go. So Stonehenge so, is missing a stone. <laughs> A and a hinge. Stonehenge goes missing. <laughs> Wait, why is it Stonehenge? There's no hinges in that place. As a spinal <laughs> tap. I don't know. I don't. Anyway. I did not. It was built by druids in. I thought it was aliens. The before times. No. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I mean. Maybe. I don't I'm know. I'm pretty sure. Maybe Steven Spielberg can answer that question. It just happened. Okay. I, <laughs> Rocks I just... just moved on their own. Right. Maybe they were. Maybe they were born there. We don't Maybe know. Maybe they just look like that. Jesus right. said. The, didn't the it doctor looks like put that. them there? Didn't didn't BBC already explain this? Come on. Anyway, so it's eight days till Halloween, and these masks start showing up at different stores made by the company Silver Shamrock. Mm-hmm. And there is a giveaway happening on Halloween night. Don't know what it They're is. Giving away your soul, basically. Pretty much. Uh, there is literally no details for what they are giving away. It's oh, just yeah. the it, big giveaway. It's just, it's just hype. Because they haven't thought that far ahead. <laughs> well, no. I mean, it, they literally know. All we have to do is say there's a giveaway. Yeah. And the people will come. Like, yeah. we don't have to actually have anything. I mean, like, exactly. honestly, it's like the experiments where they have someone stand in a line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people just inherently like, oh, I guess this is where we stand. And... You know, suddenly a line forms for nothing. It's literally the same thing of if you hype up, you know, a contest with no prize enough, people are, aren't asking about the prize. They just want in, yeah. whatever like, it is. It's like what NSP does on Twitter where they're like, get blocked by NSP and people will like line up to get blocked by right. NSP. Right, like it's just like, we don't know what we're here for, but 
Hey, why not? You know. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> they're giving away another of the only three options of masks. Yes, you two... probably already have it, but here you go. Yeah, two of which were already in production. Uh, by Don Post is the company. Oh, they the, were like legit masks. Like legit masks. It oh, was wow. the skull and the witch. I was going to say that because the the yes. pumpkin's the one they use for the kill scenes. Exactly. The pumpkin was made specifically, specifically for the for movie. And Which is appropriate because Halloween, mm-hmm. the whole idea of Halloween, like in the first one, it's the pumpkin in the yes. shape of Michael Myers. And this one, the opening sequence is the, the digital. Yes. That's really good. Okay. And fun fact, a lot of the time you'll see a poster of um, a pumpkin with a skull in it. That is not for Halloween 2. That is for Halloween 3. It is often marketed as for Halloween 2. That is a mistake. Hmm. I have several shirts like that. Interesting. I have a Halloween 2 shirt with that on it, and I'm just like, hmm, it's wrong. Right. Because well, I couldn't find a Halloween 3 shirt. And that's what that's what happens when the assets get out there and people are just making brands. Yeah, they're just making stuff. It just happens. Um, but anyway, so a, our lovely Dr. Mustache. I don't think he's that lovely. I, but okay. I like him as a character. Yeah. But whatever. He's I just kind of, like he's Tom kind Atkins. of a hoe. <laughs> he is kind of a hoe. He's just like he's sleeping with everybody. In he's this little movie. Jack Horner. He's got his fingers in so many. This pies. is like Grey's Anatomy before there was Grey and Anatomy. <laughs> right. right. Um, but yeah, he treats. To be fair, Ed. he's not wed. We we no, confirm he's that. Divorced. So he's he, he technically. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't. I don't believe technically that just gives you the right to just no. go around. But technically, there's nothing illegal or immoral. Unless you're just of a type that I am, where yeah. I'm just like, just keep, keep your biscuit in your pants. Come on. <laughs> what is kind of a jerk move is that he keeps blowing off his kids uh, just to be like, okay, even here's before the th- here, like nonsense okay. starts. Yes. Okay. But here's the thing. We could technically hold past sins against him, against him that like apparently happened before this film starts. But literally every time he blows off his kids this time, it's because legit stuff is going down. Yeah, his wife Somebody isn't just helpful. died. Someone just died in a very but cool here's the way. Thing. If he would explain that, like he just said, yeah. a couple people died. Jim, this is a hospital, okay? People die all the time, unfortunately. So it's like you got to be more clear than that, bub. Yeah. I mean, you know, like it's just if he would help her understand, I think it might be a little better. But at the same time, she just wants to get rid of the kids, which, I mean, you know, I don't know. But yeah, every time he's like, hey, Karen, hang on. Like, I, I can't do it today. Like, mm-hmm. he's kind of technically trying to save the world. So technically, I think I, I think that's justifiable for not taking your kid to Chuck E. Cheese. I guess. But I don't <laughs> want to take our kids to Chuck E. Cheese anyway. We don't even have and kids. And here's the thing is it was like, oh, I'm, you're, you're not taking your kids uh, trick-or-treating. Why are they trick-or-treating? There's the big giveaway. They're yeah. going to be watching the well, TV. The big giveaway is at midnight. Don't keep your kids up to midnight. That's a bad thing. That's a that's that's not good. It's bad not beans. good for their little brains. Yeah. This this movie has two of the coolest deaths one after another. Cuz like they we have the guy who is ranting and raving holding a pumpkin mask that they're going to kill us all. He's Oh raising. yeah, him in the in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. He's the guy that breaks or he doesn't break and he runs into the gas station that the guy is working at and he's like, "Hey, he um, somehow discovered what, what stuff was going on. And and that's yeah. where we open up is it's like somebody discovered mm-hmm. he's being chased by the men in black. Yes. Um, not that men in black. Not that men in black. And not that men in black. No. But that men in black. That men in black. Uh, the coolest. <laughs> if you don't get black. that joke, like. You haven't talked to me for more than 15 minutes. Right. Look, in, look into the history of Men in Black and also just watch the, like, probably Tommy Lee Jones' greatest film. Um, right. And then you'll, you'll, get, you'll get it. Right. 
Right. Um, but yeah, he's being chased by Men in Black, and he passes out onto a gurney, and in the middle of the night. No, well, no, hang on. He doesn't he, pass. It's not he gets like sedated. No, no, still no. He just collapses, and he gets brought to the hospital by a hobo. He, he's not the hobo. He is the owner of the gas station. Really? Thank you. Yes. I thought he was just there. No. Okay. He's See, clearly, apparently, station. wasn't paying attention in that point. Uh, I just love that the guys just like I just I'm I'm here. You know, my mama I'm taught me here. to always help people. I'm leaving. You know, unless unless that gets me in trouble, this isn't gonna get me in trouble, is it? Like I just yeah, such a great. And Very then I, I love when the dude starts freaking out and he just dips. Yeah, he just I'm done. It's fair. Oh, there is trouble. There's 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 yeah. trouble here. I'm leaving. Yeah, he gets. A very cool death where one of the men in black, whose name is Dick Warlock, I want to point out. Not the character's name. The actor's name is Dick Warlock. Nice. Right? That's <laughs> such a cool freaking name. We're not going to entertain that too no. much. <laughs> of course not. But he, like, reaches into his eye sockets and breaks his skull. Okay. Uh, trigger warning. Sorry. <laughs> it's, 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 we're talking we're, about a horror movie. Yeah, like... Um, it's very creative way mm-hmm. to to do somebody in, I guess. But, in, um, and then he do himself in by going to the car, yeah, dousing himself in gasoline. And which I learned is called emulation. Yes, self-immolation. So there you go. Yes. Um, yeah, which that was a really, because it's a very fast pace. Like once he runs away mm-hmm. and then Dr. Mustache shows up and, and for some reason chases after him yes. because you're a doctor. Clearly, you're meant to fight crime and bacteria. Well, it's like, what, what, what am I gonna do when someone shoplifts in the Barnes and Noble? Like, am I gonna apparently, chase them down appar- the hall? Apparently, you're gonna like... chase them down or make sure that they light themselves on fire. Wait till um, they self-immolate you know, like, in right. the parking lot. Like, but it's just very fast-paced, and all of a sudden, you see him pouring gas, and then all of a sudden, he's exploded. He's exploded. Like, it just—it's very quick to digest, which I think is the best way to do something like that, where yeah. you're just like. Wait, what happened? What what is this? What does this mean? Who are these people? Yeah. Um. Very cool. Very cool. Very very cool. It also produces one of the nicest um, subplots of this, I think, where you know they gather all this stuff and they're trying to find out about the individual. They're trying to, I mean, I don't know what you'd figure out in that kind of autopsy, yeah. well, but forensics in general. Uh, yeah. I mean, if any anything in terms of that leads, where did he come from? What did he have contact with? So go. they're going through all of this stuff and they're like, oh no, this is just car parts. Yeah. And I love the little, you know, teeth. Like if you catch it that early, mm-hmm. wait, car parts. It's all just that, plastic and metal. Right. Um, but every time they revisit, it's a little bit more. It's just like, you know, like clockwork pieces and this other, mm-hmm. and like they, the, the further you dig the whole movie, they're, they're setting up what eventually gets revealed in the end that these men in black are toy automaton automaton creations from yeah. cochran um from because he's a toy maker yeah he he apparently his him either him or his family in general has been making toys forever i think it's his family um i, I think so because uh, you know like you said his family goes back way back way back mm-hmm. so i think it's been this has been a passed down thing and yeah. he's now the one to usher in the new um festival of Samhain, Samhain which is Halloween Halloween um, Sam, often mispronounced as Samhain it's Samhain <laughs> um so yeah so like that's his whole shtick that's why he's doing everything he's doing is to have a, a happy Halloween mm-hmm. but not with candy <laughs> no with dead children 
He has a great monologue of like, you raised your children with the idea of Halloween being, you know, you put on masks and you go door to door and get candy. Mm -hmm. That's very, you, you know, that's summarizing. Sure. But like, it's, you go watch the movie. To, to us, it's piles of bodies and mm -hmm. sacrifices and all this other stuff. Like, exactly. It's, it's dealing in very pagan, very arcane things. Oh, yeah. and, and that's where Stonehenge somehow comes in because they basically... Stay with me here. Reverse engineer Stonehenge to technology. Well, they they take pieces off of Stonehenge and crush it into teeny tiny little bits of dust and put those into chips that into are microchips into microchips that the they mask. put on the masks. That yes. when the giveaway happens, yeah, at the allotted haunting hour, yeah, then the children die basically. Exactly because Stonehenge In the coolest way possible. But here's the thing: what I wonder is if that's like automatically programmed into Stonehenge, mm -hmm. which is what gives the magic to... Because you, you cannot deny that it's magic. Yes. Like when how they kill the kids. It was built by the druids. Yeah, how they kill the kids is very um, magic-y, dark yeah. magic-y. There was um, a big meeting between the screenplay writer and Tommy Lee Wallace, uh, who is credited as writing the screenplay. That is incorrect. Okay. The screenplay was written by a a guy named Nigel Near, mm -hmm. uh, who is a huge name in television. I think he wrote a Bond film. Okay. Like he's big in British television. Mm -hmm. uh, he wrote about sixty five percent of the screenplay, mm -hmm. and then you know, Tommy Lee Wallace and John Carpenter went through and were like, "Well, let's make some edits." Mm -hmm. um, but when Nigel Near saw the movie for the first time and he saw how violent it was, mm -hmm. which not that violent comparatively he said take my name off of it okay he didn't want to be credited interesting yeah well you know to be fair no one credited in this is member remembered specifically for it apparently yeah. so like, which is sad it's so sad um so yeah so we only see it happen once but like the mask decays and somehow yeah. produces vermin and yeah. insects and snakes and like it assumably eats the kid's face <laughs> well that's the thing is that it's coming out of the kid's face okay it's not like it's not the mask it's the child that is so that it it makes him a funnel for yeah. nasty creepy crawly itty things yeah. um that then it's kill really his cool. parents and everything but like yeah. so my question is, would that happen if you were just at Stonehenge at midnight every Halloween? Or, like, is this just a special... I mean, I know he says the yeah. planets are aligning or something, like, but what... Like, I, I mean, I'm not asking you as if you know, mm -hmm. but, like, it's just... I'm, I'm curious what other implications this... Like, what was Stonehenge itself doing on the other side of the world while mm -hmm. all of this was happening? Just very interesting yeah, to me. Yeah, it's something that's not really explored. I think that they would have explored it if they had gotten more movies, but basically the premise was we're going to bring witchcraft into the digital age. Sure. And how can we Which do that? Which is interesting. It's an interesting way to go about that. Like, <laughs> things like Unfriended tried it, um, yeah. you know. There... I think Host was a much better redo of Unfriended. Mm -hmm. So there's elements of, like, hey, it's magic but also technology, mm -hmm. um, which is an interesting concept. To be fair, this doesn't have to explain everything, and I don't expect every movie to explain oh, no. everything. It's just, it's good when it kind of gets the, the thoughts going in terms of what does this mean and everything. So, yeah. Um, 
obviously throughout the film that plot is uncovered but like it it, it happens through our doctor mm-hmm. and the daughter of the guy that gets killed yes ellie i don't remember her actors actress's name um I so really she's the she's the 23 year old and obviously mustache yeah. man is the 46 year old yeah there are some other players in this movie that we have not mentioned yet <laughs> um the morgue technician yeah there's... that's about it no oh, well yeah. there's the morgue technician there's the family what, uh, with the uh, little buddy okay well the kid that gets killed he's the willy wonka of this yes or he's the whatever his face is and he is charlie there you go no his name is no charlie. i mean Bloody. i was i was trying to remember the stupid kid in the golden ticket i don't like those movies get over it like okay gene wilder's cool but that's about it it's not yeah. even gene wilder is it yeah it is gene wilder yes. okay I love you so much. Gene Hackman, that's who I'm thinking of. Gene Hackman's amazing. Completely different person. <laughs> sure, both named Gene. Anyway, so <laughs> there's the family, uh, there's the sales guy who sold the most masks, well, yeah. that's why he's there. That's what leads to the, they. they yeah, they need their control. So, mm-hmm. like, they test it out on him um, early. Yes. Um, so he's the first example, and that's how we see what happens. Because in the end, we don't see what happens. But at some point, you know, the first part of this is all investigation. Mm-hmm. And then the second half is all trying to stop it. Yes. Um, and in the middle, there's another character that we need to mention because she has the best prosthetic. Oh, the yeah. s- stupid lady at the hotel? Well, she's not stupid. She's annoying. She's there to she's, pick up another mask because she's she meant ran meant to over be annoying. Uh, that's where we get the first, okay, this is really not mm-hmm. okay. Because, like, so the little chip comes out. Yeah, she finds the back of the Which, chip on the, the silver why would Why would you tamper with it, first of all? Like, why well, would you just poke? I think she just wanted to know. <laughs> Which, the thing that gets me is that she did not take her hairpins out before going to bed, which is obnoxious if you're a lady who wears <laughs> hairpins. But you what, know, again, you why would you just, mess. like, if you just find a computer chip, yeah. you don't just poke it. She's, like, fiddling with it to kind of see what it is, and I think. And then it zaps her. And then it just, like, sends blue light into her mouth, mm-hmm. which is just Which is what, where we get the best emphasis of what you're talking about, yeah. where it turns the kid's face hole yeah. into a, yeah. a funnel for these bad and things. a Weta cricket crawls out of her mouth. Is it, it a cricket? Is, it's a cricket. It's a Weta. Are you Have sure? Have you ever seen a Weta? They're it huge. It looked like a bee. No. It's a wetta. Okay. Yeah. What's a wetta with you? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, I mean, she's kind of a side character. She's there yeah. to have that experience exactly. so that we get some, oh my gosh, what is happening? And she's still alive when they take her away from the hotel. Really? Yeah, she's, well, she's she still Well, she didn't moving. stay that way for long. Oh, no. She got we turned her, into a robot. Yeah, we see her under the sheet after, you know. Oh, that's right, yeah. So, yeah, she gets turned into a robot. Because apparently they can do that. Because our little friend Ellie, mm-hmm. who... This movie tries to make you like. I like her. She's okay. I just wish she would not hang out with Mustache Man so much. (laughs) I don't Um, think she has a choice. That is not a great relationship. So, um, daddy issues are not a solution for father issues. I'm just saying. They had a great time working together, though. Oh, clearly. I'm just saying. So, I'm going to punch you. Regardless, whether you like her or not, like. yeah, at the end, a really great twist. After yeah. you think a lot of, you know, things... When you think have, it's over. Yeah. Like, they're on um, their way to happiness. Yeah, well, on their way to try and pull it from the air. Because even though he's able to stop Cochrane and his goons, 
he's not able to stop the production because mm-hmm. it's not necessarily controlled there. They've already like yeah, they're, they they've sent it to to be broadcast. So he's rushing to try and do that, mm-hmm. and that's when she attacks him out of nowhere. And it's like, what? No, his sort of girlfriend boo thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's wrong with her? She's a toy. Yeah, automaton or whatever. It we get a Android. great scene of why won't you die? <laughs> like I didn't think it was as bad as some people make it I out like to be. It. Oh no, yeah. I just yeah. I don't think it was as repetitive. I thought it was a good repetitive. I thought it was a good like but to be fair, the way you kill these things is very inconsistent because yeah. in the at one point he punches one and it's done. Yeah, he and then, punches one in the chest and it starts spewing goo. Right. Um meanwhile, Elliebot can get her arm taken off, her head taken off, and her leg taken off and yeah. still keeps on kicking. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, goodness gracious. Because it's a movie. It's um, fun. So, the, but that, that eventually, he, you know, that delays him, but he's fine. So, yeah. it's being run, but he gets to a place and he calls somebody. He gets to the original gas station um, uh, that we start the movie in, and he okay. calls the station and he's like, hey, I can't prove it, but these kids are going to die if you don't take this commercial off the air. Which, I mean, you kind of have to, like... I feel like in that moment, you do kind of have to just be like, I don't want to see you prove it. I just, you know, that's some pretty high stakes. Let's yeah. just, let's just do that. Because you don't know if he's going to kill the kids or right. if what like... does that What does that mean? I, I yeah. don't want to find out. So, yeah. but that's where, that's one of my favorite scenes. Some of the best acting Where he's just movie. like, you know, he they get it Please, off one chance and he's just take like, it off. take it off, take it off. And they like, and they get to like uh, the third channel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, he's just begging them to stop. And it's just so good. And then, you know, mm-hmm. the final one, he turns to the camera. Yeah. Uh, and hollers. And then it's done. And it's just yeah. like, did he, did he do it? Did exactly. he not? Here's the stakes. is It's not just every kid in America that's buying his mask. His wife, or his ex-wife it's, it's, brought, bought his kids these masks. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Like, he has a, a scene thing. where he calls her to try and say, like, hey, take the masks away. Don't yeah. watch this. Like, stop. Um. Again, because of his track record, kind of doesn't go over that well. No. But Karen did not help. Goodness gracious. Like, it, regardless of what estrangement would happen between us, I hope that if I call you and say, hey, our kids are in danger, yeah. you would listen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, come on. Like, put us behind each other and, like, think of the children. Goodness <laughs> well, gracious. somebody think of the children, Nancy um, Reagan. Most of his best acting, surprisingly, is on the phone. <laughs> When it can just be him and he can monologue a little bit. It's great. There is so much that I love about this movie. It's a really, really good movie. Um, It's worth a watch. Uh, If you're looking for a Halloween movie um, Mm -hmm. or if you're just looking for a movie to watch. Again, it's not super scary. It's not scary at all. It's a weeknight movie. If anything, it's got a few gross yeah. moments like if the spewing of the the yellow goo um the first you know microchip kill mm-hmm. that one is gruesome like you see half of her face missing it's it's gross but like i've seen worse yeah um if you are not a fan of bugs and snakes you probably don't want to watch the mask scene <laughs> like um but don't watch the animal planet channel don't watch it um this movie is very fun. How many? How, how how many ghosts would you give it? I'd give it eight out of ten ghosts. Eight out of ten ghosts. I I, I'd give it a movie. seven out of ten ghosts. <laughs> it's it's a pretty solid movie. Yeah. Um, not perfect, but yeah. I think you know it had a lot against it. 
the oh. entire existence of it yeah. for sure. That's um I watched a featurette on the making of this movie and it was it made me so sad because mm. the people who worked on it, they all had a great time working on yeah. it. Um, the executives hate this movie. Mm. There were audiences that hated this movie. Like, I I put a poll on Twitter earlier mm-hmm. um, asking, you know, what are your feelings about Halloween 3 season of The Witch? How many people hadn't heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> and the three options were liked it, didn't like it, and never seen it. Zero percent didn't like it. Eleven or 27% liked it. And 73% had wow. never seen it. So the majority, at least who l- has seen it, liked it. So that's yeah. good. And, like, the two comments that we got were, uh, haven't seen it in a while. This is from Blue Milk Cafe. Okay. Uh, have not seen it in a while. From what I remember, it's okay. But without Michael Myers, it shouldn't be a part of the Halloween franchise, in my opinion. I think we kind of addressed that yeah. in our feelings. And in Declan Dex Belligan. Um, it's fancy. It is very fancy. Said, I think if it hadn't been plunked into the Halloween series of films, people would be far kinder to it. See, that's my thing. If they hadn't done Halloween 2 or if they had just done this on its own, totally different experience. We could be talking about a completely different film here. Yeah, I love this movie. It's a good movie. I think I've said that a couple of times It's very much worth your time and hopefully this Halloween um, you'll you'll give it um, to uh, say when Mm -hmm. um, or else. You might um, turn into gross bugs. Yeah. Uh, speaking like, of, be sure to tune into our giveaway this Friday at 9. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. Happy Halloween. Um, no, but yeah, uh, hopefully you enjoyed this. Um, it's kind of a one-off. We yeah. will be starting a back-to-back uh, you talk, then I talk kind of thing. Uh, or maybe I talk, you talk. I don't remember the order. I, um, I don't read. Um, I can't nonetheless, read. Um, we are taking a couple of weeks to look at international yes, uh, media. Are. So we've kind of taken each month and branded it and said, hey, we're, we're talking about this, we're talking about this, we're talking about this. So next month we're spending a good bit of time talking about international media. So mm-hmm. what that means is media made outside of the U.S. Yes. Um, or, uh, you know, whether that be films, whether that be TV shows, whatnot. Um, it, you know, could be that it releases, you can watch it in America, sure. But um, the idea behind it is that it's it's from somewhere else. Yes. Um, because we have quite a lot of that that we like. And so we'd love to talk about a little bit of it. We're not obviously talking about all of it. No. Um, we're going to nitpick here and there uh, of what we cover and everything. So be sure to tune in. And it's a great reason to follow us on social yeah. media, Twitter especially, um, to keep up with that. Because much like this, we'll have some polls. We'll have some input. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, and it's not too late. You can still find, uh, you might not be able to vote, but you can still find the, um, you know, tweet about uh halloween 3 especially after you watch it we'd love to hear what you think yeah um if you have seen it and hadn't had a chance to speak up definitely speak up we'd love to hear Mm -hmm. from you um other than that uh all the good stuff thank you to our patrons who support this show thank you to everyone who listens if you liked it be sure to show that you liked it show us and show others um actually like it if you're watching this on youtube uh, rate it if it's a podcast, share it no matter what it is. Yeah. We would absolutely love that. And it all goes to helping the show grow in its own way. Um, we'll be talking about something Star Wars uh, <laughs> later. You know, we, we've had some schedule conflict with um, some things. So we're working on what that will be. No matter what it will be, it'll be Star Wars. So it's going to be awesome. Hopefully, maybe. Yeah. It will be awesome. Us, who knows. Uh, but nonetheless. 
Um, tune into that later this week. Um, and then we will also be finally discussing the season two finale of Star Wars Rebels this weekend as well. Uh, if you're a fan of that series, if you're a fan of Rebels and our Rebels rewatch, thank you for your patience. It's uh, That's a tough one sometimes to yeah. get to, and we don't mean for it to be... We don't mean in general to not be as good as we are uh, or hope to be with the schedule and everything. Um, yeah. You know, I think we think that life is going to be easier on us than it is sometimes. And it's like, oh, we can make it happen, you know. So, uh, but thank you guys for always being patient and understanding. You know, we're always trying and wanting to deliver the best and, um, you know, be reliable and all that stuff. So, yeah. Um, and, you know, thank you for being understanding that right now is not normal. Yeah. So, but if you have any input on any of the stuff, if you have ideas for shows, if you have uh, input for schedule changes if you whatever if you have anything to say to us you can say it on twitter yeah what uh, do you and think I, of the grudge series i prefer the originals also you. oh sorry also okay. you i'm, I'm well, gonna ask your opinion soon okay um so uh with that hope you have a good rest of your week until you have us in your ears or your face yeah. uh, again you know whatever whenever that may be maybe have a have a happy halloween yeah stay Be away safe. from the masks um, don't trust any Irishman. And stop it. Stop it. Stop, stop it. it now. Stop it now. <laughs> I don't have enough mustache. <laughs>